Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 2452. Today it's a Spinner Sunday episode and we are looking at the first part of a new High Republic story called First Duty. Punch it. <laughs> I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So First Duty is the new story in Star Wars Insider Magazine. We've talked about the fact that they are going to have new short stories in Star Wars Insider and specifically they are doing High Republic stories. So. Charles Soule's was the first one, and it was in issues 199 and 200. Now we have First Duty, which is in issue 201 of Star Wars Insider. Part one of the story is in that issue, and we don't know yet if it's going to be a two-parter, three-parter, whatever it is. I will say that from a language standpoint, when it says to be continued at the end of the story, in my head, that means that we're going for more than two parts because if the story was going to end in the next issue, they would say to be concluded instead of to be continued. But I guess we'll have to see what kind of wordplay we're dealing with here. But another part of the reason why I feel like this story could go beyond two parts is simply because there's a lot of heavy lifting that gets done in this story. And where it ends is at a point where it would shock me if this was the halfway point. And in fact, the two stories in previous issues, 199 and 200, they were actually, even though they were sort of part one and part two, they were really separate stories entirely because one took place before the events of Light of the Jedi and the other took place after the events of Light of the Jedi. In this case, this is happening we don't necessarily know for sure if it's happening during the events of Light of the Jedi or afterward. What is certain is that it takes place in the Starlight Beacon and the Starlight Beacon is dealing with all the medical emergencies that have happened as a result of the Great Disaster. So we find out that hospitals are overrun across the Outer Rim and Starlight Beacon is taking on the worst cases. So they're you know, the ones that are best staffed and have the facilities to take care of the most dire situations. But hospitals are overrun all the way to Vajun, V-J-U-N is a name that's given. We don't know if that's a city, a planet, a system, or anything like that. So a neat little new tidbit of information. And this is, by the way, a full spoiler podcast. So if you haven't read the story and don't want it spoiled for you, then save this for a later date and go read Star Wars Insider issue 201. Otherwise, <laughs> let's just jump in. So the heavy lifting has to do with the fact that we have a new member of the Republic Administration Corps who is coming to the station. And so we are seeing this story through her eyes. So Velko Jahen, pronunciation, fingers crossed, is our main character. And she is from a planet called Soikol, S-O-I-K-O-L. And there was a you know civil conflict there, a civil war of some kind uh, with a Litvak Union versus a Soikol Liberation Force and there is mention of a Gagic group or a Gagic uh, species, race, uh, you know, some sort of variation in the type of person from this planet. 
Anyway, so it's much different in terms of, you know, being away from battle commands and being in insurgent fatigues, as she describes it, to coming to the Starlight Beacon, although the Starlight Beacon is overwhelming in its own fashion because there are just so many people, so many different languages, so many different species and races and all different kinds of sentient beings in this place. And we're introduced to a number of seemingly very important characters, at least in terms of their positions on the Starlight Beacon. We meet Rodor Keen, who is the Chief of Republic Operations for Starlight Beacon, and we also meet a Jedi Master by the name of Estola Maru, who is the Jedi equivalent of Rodor Keen. They are co-managers of the Starlight Beacon, and there is tension between these two people. They do not seemingly get along very well. And then we meet the head of security for the station, who is named Gal Tartfin, G-H-A-L, and Gal is a Moncala. So yeah, that's fun, right? And uh, Gal doesn't actually particularly seem to like the Jedi Master either, so uh mainly because there are a bunch of efficiency things that the Jedi Master has seen that could be improved and Rodor and Gaul are kind of like, oh, we think we have things going pretty well, all things considered, and Jedi Master seems sort of oblivious to <laughs> the ego situation of this whole situation. And certainly the Jedi Master comes off as being, you know, kind of stiff to some degree. But really, ultimately, Rodor and Gaul are actually very dismissive and not very helpful at all. Rodor, you know, is supposed to have this new person here as his new aide. And then he's like, ah, I gotta go take care of some other stuff. The chief of security will show you around. And the chief of security is just like, yeah, go in there and go in that room. And she's like, why? What do I have to do? And he's like, you'll figure it out when you get in there. And that's it. I mean, that is just ridiculous. I mean, I suppose there's something to be said for throwing, <laughs> throwing you into the deep end and just, you know, go. But in this situation, she really needed to have stuff explained to her. So there's a person inside this room named Cyril, who is the ambassador of Rion, whatever that may be. And there is a bodyguard droid in there, but the bodyguard droid had his blaster gas removed because only Starlight officials are supposed to be allowed to carry blasters. And, you know, Cyril is like, you've got a blaster, Velka, don't you? And she's like, uh, no, I'm just an aide. I'm not a security guard. And he said, well, they're supposed to be supplying security for me because there are these other folks, Hedrassians, and they want to kill me. And, you know, there are people from all sorts of different species and planets on Starlight Beacon, but, you know, the thinking is that nobody's really in a medical condition to be, you know, continuing whatever battles they have with each other, whatever rivalries the case may be. And I think I said Hadrassians, but it's Hesarians, excuse me, my apologies. So there is a commotion because a patient is having difficulty with treatment and Valco runs out to be of assistance. And in this, we also meet a Dr. Jino Lee, G-I-N-O apostrophe L-E, who is the chief of medical operations for Starlight Peak. And so, yeah, we're meeting a lot of bigwigs <laughs> in this story. And during the commotion, which Valco is able to assist with, which is great, 
Unfortunately, somebody sneaks into Cyril the Ambassador's room and shoots the bodyguard droid and shoots Cyril. And that's where it ends. And it really feels like that's kind of our inciting incident. And that's why I'm like, it would be crazy to just do this as a two-part story. There ought to be more parts than this. And already I'm suspicious of Rodor Keen and Tarpful, the chief of security. It just seems like they're setting Valco up for something. And yeah, this is not the way they should handle a situation like that. Or maybe Valco is the one who actually killed Cyril. And we're going to find out that Valco is an unreliable narrator or something to that effect. So yeah, some interesting details. But Kevin Scott has set up a you know, great premise for First Duty Part 1 in Star Wars Insider 201, and I'm looking forward to seeing how it all turns out. But I do hope that it's gonna be a multi-parter, not just a two-parter, because it seems like we could get you know, into some interesting stuff in part two and leave it at a cliffhanger for, oh my gosh, they think they figured out who did it and how's it gonna resolve and then get to a part three situation. But with the depth of information that they've shared with us so far, it seems like a very complex story that could be building out here. And so there you go. Great start by Kevin Scott, and that is going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always, and may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.